Hello everyone and welcome to Guardians of the Dominion, your official, unofficial Vampire Academy podcast. Today we are talking about episode 8 of Peacock's Vampire Academy and I am your co-host Theo. Boom. I'm Peyton. I am a co-host. Yeah. Uh, Hi. Purpose, purpose of episode 8. I really want to dissect Rose beating Dimitri's ass. <laughs> <laughs> next uh i'm lena i'm one of your co-hosts um i'm gonna be a hater of this episode this is one of my least favorite episodes not for the reason of many things i think it's boring and i'm one of those people that didn't necessarily really enjoy the fight and that couldn't possibly care less about dimitriana uh so yeah hi Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Hi. I'm Brent. Listen, I love seeing Rose beat up Dimitri, but I'm here to say that I'm here for Dimitriana. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Do I even support this bit, it? This bit has gone too far. It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be over in this episode. At the end, I'm like, I'm gonna be done. But this is the last we have the last hurdle to get over. Anyway, huge Dimitriana fan. You know what I mean? You're you're a Dimitriana fan because you hate Dimitri and like Tatiana's. <laughs> you want to see him, him suffer. And you appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Carmen, and my purpose this episode is to be here rooting for Dragosera and bullying them, but also loving them because we have to. I want to exactly. bully them for smearing right. their blood on each other's faces. <laughs> yeah, That's so weird for that. Yeah. But I just forgot. <laughs> I realized my real my real purpose because I just remember more of the episode. And I'm gonna be realized my real purpose is Mason and Meredith being little detectives. Yeah, they were so good. that's a that's very so good one. There's so that. much small tidbits of Meredith, and I will not shut up about Rian this entire episode. I apologize. Oh. Every time nice. she showed up, I was nice. like, this episode, and yet it has Meredith while the other one didn't. Exactly. So it has alive again. Uh, all right, we start with Victor covering up his daughter turning Strigoi, which is a decision and a choice. Uh, but, image. But, but no. those shots are so good. I love all the little shots for some yeah. reason. And we get introduced to James. Uh, oh, Guardian. Yeah, the Guardian. Uh, so yeah. Uh, James has just... never lost in hand-to-hand combat. 50 to 0. Hathaway's <laughs> <laughs> like, hello. And like, yeah. I get why he hides it from like the general public. Like for a political campaign, it's not great. But why from his husband and daughter? That was slimy yeah. as hell. That, that, was, that was the he real choice. Elected, everything will be fine and he can just tell them and they'll be like, oh, I understand why you did that. Yeah. This is the episode where I, I was not supporting him because he kept lying. Yeah. And I just, with the family, the way they believed him because he was like, yeah, she does this. She's she's gone. She went to the hotel. She's off at the spa. But how like, long is that going to go? Like, how long is he going to be like, oh, she's yeah. busy getting a pedicure? Like, like, Manipulate the spa man's for 72 life. hours. <laughs> The way he says, yeah, I just got a call. And they're like, can we call her back? And he's like, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like setting my red flags off if someone said, no, you can't. Yeah, I know. So yeah, I think I think that's a decision. And that's when I started really turning against Victor. Like I still yeah, find him wrong. I love his character. Be I find him super interesting. It's just like as a person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, there's that. That's cool. I've always been against Victor. I haven't. Well, I just think he's a bad liar. Even if he's misguided. 
I don't. I, don't I was just I, the whole time I've just been waiting for for him to be evil. Yeah, that's me what, too. Okay, that's what yeah. I was, and then he turned me for. I was like for him now. I was like, wow, he's pro Dan Pierce. And then I forgot he was evil. Like, I didn't forget he was evil. I just forgot he was going to turn evil. I was like, maybe season two, season three. And they were like, no, he's going to be at the end. Like the last two episodes, bam, evil again. I never liked him as a person because from the beginning, he was manipulating Lisa for his own oh, yeah, that's true. power plays. You know? However, I find him deeply interesting and yeah. just a wonderful character. And Jay August is amazing. And I love having him so on my good. screen. He's so good at Victor. Uh, so I love I love having him on my screen, and he has some really good lines. Like there's there's tons of things I do love. I enjoy Victor as a character. It's just like as a person, I don't think he's you know. Oh my yeah. Good. yeah. Talking about enjoying him as a character, I love the shots of the elemental trial. I wish we'd seen a bit more. I know we can't. Like it's not worthy. Gotta be but... honest, the trials were so lame. <laughs> Thank you. No, yeah, thank you. they were lame, but I love the shots of it. Like when we see all the people outside. Yeah. I'm sorry, but them. Being in the freaking the wind tunnel, yeah, yeah. Was like boy, what the hell? Like, what is happening? I wish I had. More. I had a headcanon about this because I was literally watching this, being like, it makes no sense to me. I don't know why they have wind, but I was thinking maybe because um, we know Victor. I don't know in the show if they showed it, but in the, in the books he's Earth, right? He's an yeah, Earth user, yeah. and we don't know Tatiana's yet. But I was thinking that the, the that was a test of like elements that they don't use. Like it's a test of like what they don't use and how do they like fight against it without using their magic or like you know how do they stay up but it's so like lame i don't understand it i'm like yeah no i mean i get the fight it does make them look good but i get the fight and i get the um what does it take to be a king like that question but i don't get the first one i'm like i think that i think that's the reason why like it's in the beginning and it's so short they're just like we need a third one Let's come up with something. Just have it there for like five seconds, and then like we're good. We they didn't have, have time to do the whole map thing, but they do in the books, and so yeah, like, just no yeah, like, yeah. I like the shots as far as like seeing, you know, like the there's tons of props. Like you see the Dempy and the Morris with the flags, and mm-hmm. with the signs like Dempy's uh, rights and stuff like this. And like I like they that. They should sell those as they should. should. They're not like, going to. Basically, it's a very pleasing episode. Like, there's a lot. Maybe of if they had good merch, we would have gotten renewed. Yeah. Maybe if they promoted the merch, we would have gotten renewed. They have merch <laughs> too. Yeah. The show, yeah. So yeah, like I think aesthetically, it's super pleasing, and like I love seeing more of the of the world like this. And it must have been fun to be an extra on those days. Yeah. Um, we even get drunk Rose with a little bit of PTSD. Yeah, get into it. <laughs> her jacket was so cute though she, I love it is it is and the, the mason is sweet like with mason, her. this episode there's like two there's two lines that i thought was the cutest lines and one of them was upsy daisy and i was like okay yeah <laughs> he's so mason cute so baby girl upsy daisy. so so cute they're, they're just adorable and like he's just like handling her like she's a toddler like oh <laughs> <laughs> No, but I really like, she was like, it's a sister girl. And he looks over and she's like the bartender. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's good that we included some of the PTSD. Yeah. I, like, he puts her in bed and leaves that note on her that says shower like, for <laughs> Yeah, shower. He's like, so girl, you stank. <laughs> um, we have Dimitri and Tatiana in the church. I love the quote about the faith needing to be practiced. And I think we get a good look at Tatiana. I think she's always a bit more herself with Dimitri. Like, she lets the guard down a bit. Why is she and- manipulating him? She is. Yeah, she is. She's getting manipulated. She does both. 
and I think it's interesting. Like, I think she does reveal some stuff about herself and about her. Mm. Uh, okay. I used that. I used that I clip in my line. Dimitriana edit. Yeah, it's a, good, no, it's it's a, a great scene. But I also I think that it's interesting because I know people don't like Tatiana. Like I understand that. I love her. For good, for good I reason. love her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't say you guys. I said in general. <laughs> I said people. But yeah, no people in general they don't like her. But I think it's interesting to make her seem similar to Dimitri because mm-hmm. you love Dimitri. You're like, yeah, he has duty. We admire that about him. He he's faith. His faith. The way he's like, you know, is so like. I forgot mm-hmm. the word, but he's so like just devoted. focused. Structure. Devoted. He's devoted. And that's like everybody admires that. But when it's Tatiana, then you gotta have to like reconcile with the fact that she's not Ooh, just she's you know, like she's his like, foil. Yeah, kind yes. of. Like, you know what I mean? Like she believes if she believes in the church. I don't know if she does. What if she's we lying. kissed and we were both narrative foils? <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, you know? two sides of the same coin and yeah. yeah. So it's way. an interesting, it's an interesting um dynamic. And I really liked it because you kind of see that she's more she has more thoughts than just oh we don't like dampiers i mean she, obviously she doesn't like dampiers obviously she has another plan but this is like oh she has faith but why you know and i why don't does she necessarily have think she actually doesn't like dampiers i think she's just yeah. using it as a I way to get maybe power. she doesn't okay maybe she doesn't hate dampiers but maybe she she just doesn't really think like she thinks of them as lesser yeah. not like an well hate, okay like, I, I I've been thinking about this during the rewatch because um in episode ten when we get the like she moves like a damn pier I'm I like I wonder I'm like did something thing. like did she used to like be in with the dampiers and like knew them and something happened and that's why she's so against have we seen her use powers no well in the elemental trial she supposedly did but supposedly. Maybe. Maybe. Wait, what did she, what did she do? The I thought they were just withstanding them. I didn't think they were like doing anything about yeah, it. Yeah, but I, I think they were supposed like... to use their power over the elements to hold it, hold the elements back. Maybe she had someone yeah, but he never, zero with well, her Victor and never like, used power. to like do powers. But see, yeah. I always thought that she probably would get the Vin storyline and that she had like a Dempier lover or something. Um, So I don't, yeah. I didn't necessarily I think, think that she... To be it. fair, I also don't think that she could hide being a dampier. Like, if she was, no, I don't think she could. That theory is not gonna oh, work. Oh yeah, the flashing and- eyeballs. I forgot you have flashing eyeballs. And in- yeah, yeah well, that too. But also, I feel like Irene would just be like, she's a dampier. Like, you know what I mean? She has a whole yeah. family member in the church. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But yeah. also, I, I, I. The thing is, is I don't know if she's a spirit user though. That's what the thing is. Is I've never oh. seen her use her power. Yeah, I, I, that was a big fury, and I thought there was yeah, that was the one. That was one where she was a spirit user, and I probably agree with that. Because then she it would be, be like, the people also thought she might be a, vem- like, a return strigoid. If she, if she, oh, that's interesting. Like in bloodlines, um, yeah, because like because she's she has it in with the strigoid. Anyway, we're moving on. Before we I'm, move on, just oh, uh, I love on. every single time he says that he feels unmoored. I'm a child. It, it just makes yeah. me laugh. <laughs> you said it makes you laugh. It doesn't make me laugh. What, when he says what? Uh, I've been feeling unmoored. Mm. Because his name is Kieran Moore, you know. I didn't think about it like that. Now I'm going to laugh when I hear it. <laughs> the same thing happened to me, Lena, when I was watching this. No, movie. I got that too. <laughs> anyway. God, so something movie, horrible. Yeah. Something horrible happened the other day. What? Um, I was talking to my roommates and I tried to bring up Kieran, but I forgot his name. Oh no! I was like, "What's his name?" No, no, that was me literally ten minutes ago with Janetta. Like, you're just guys, losing, guys. We need to do better. 
We need to do better. Well, it's yeah, oh my god. Too. We need it to do so better. Actually, do we Sorry, do he hasn't posted a TikTok in a while. I forgot. If Demetrius doesn't have to do better as a guardian, you don't have to do better as host. Yeah, you know it's yeah. Dimitri's fault. But talking yeah. about our little uh, crushes and stuff, we <laughs> next have Christian and Mare. I love getting all of the Christian pair ups. I think it's so cool seeing him pair up with all of his Christian new friends. Like, now he has got the friends. I think it's, it's so cute them, that he know? was the loner outcast, and now he's like, yeah, popular one. <laughs> he's collecting friends like Pokemon. Got to catch them all. I love like Christian helping Mia with like her powers, and then yeah. Meredith helping Christian with like, yeah. like using it. It like, is and so. And then cool he's like me. trying to to come like he's like the child of divorced parents, and he's like, no, but she's helping her dad. Like it's it's not her fault, and Meredith is unloading. But I'm also like you. This is what you get for dating a a, a Maroi. You yeah. know what's gonna happen. <laughs> you know. We have such a fun I, dynamic, and I also okay. like that they mention again. Like uh, Mare says something along the lines of, uh, "I'll have to run fast. Uh, I'll have to get faster if you catch me helping a Maroi practice their magic or something." Yeah. It's so we literally get like one scene of them, but their platonic chem- chemistry is so good. It's no, so but good. I also really, it is really good. But I also was thinking about that line because she was like, she was so casual about it, and I'm like, you're you're too casual for you to like because everybody else is like oh you can't do this but she's like yeah no i'm just helping him like she doesn't ca- like either she doesn't care or she has like a whole other plan meredith is just vibing we we like my theory is that Mare is already rebelling uh and maybe yeah. like how, like think, pretending yeah. to be part with uh, pretending to work with the alchemist for albert as knowledge and whatnot so i'm like she's used to being outside the rules already yeah she's smart they're, they're doing it during the daytime where everybody's asleep Again, they're not, but like <laughs> when they Plus, should. Plus, I think she, she like Mia wants to protect her. So many people do powers. things during the day while everyone, everyone's asleep. But I'm just convinced that no one sleeps anymore. That's what yeah. I think too. Like the dancers <laughs> are awake the whole awake. time. You know, I'm like, you guys go to sleep, but they don't go to class anymore. Like they stopped going to class, and that's why Dimitri's a bad guardian because he never sleeps. Yeah, we solved it. Also, the gay panic when she notices the tension between Lisa and Christian, and she's like, oh no, the straights are back at it again, and she just runs away. She goes, I'm gonna go now. Like, I don't want to deal with this. (laughs) No, but they were so cute. Like, she was like, can I just have the Christian alone for a minute? And then Meredith's like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. She's like, I saw nothing. And Lisa is just decked out in pink fur. (laughs) She looks so good, though. She's so good. Yes, she does. If it was anyone else, it would look awful. But Danny, pulls it would, it. yeah, it's she pulls hat, it off. Everything. She pulls it off. Yeah, Danny could pull anything off. She could. Honestly, yeah, it's a nice sweet scene between them, bro. Yeah, like yeah, the, that's the like Christian snark. Yeah, see, yeah. we got it because he goes, "Is it a marriage of convenience? Is it really?" She's like, "Yeah." Like, hey, oh, they're so cute. They're it's like my favorite. It's like my favorite thing in this episode because, like, you know, like, yeah, it's like it's for convenience, and we're like. Uh-huh. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Oh my god! No. the same thing that they did in episode seven, where they're like really cute and happy, and then like the end is gonna be awful. Yeah, I didn't expect another breakup, but that's besides the no, point. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's a funny thing about those two episodes. They're like um, back to back. It's like they're using the similar storylines for both of the main couples in the show, but like adapted obviously to their characters and like in deep, like very consecutively, like one after the other, and also when both of them are in like a vulnerable moment with each other as well so it's like <laughs> I also just like ugh, I just it's so funny because people always say that those who don't have chemistry and like 
when you compare it to our mutual like those that's a whole different thing but those two are just so genuinely cute that i'm like i don't understand yeah. how you it's a different like, kind of chemistry like really they're not is. supposed to be so that passionate fiery relationship yeah, but yeah they have a sweeter a sweeter chemistry i think yeah. it goes there and it's like that's not lesser than like it's they're not, both good. I, I love it so much I'm like, it's just, not it's not what i personally necessarily enjoyed the most but i think it's very cute and like i like when they're happy <laughs> I, like yeah, I would say too. lena not to i would say them and mermia have the same type of chemistry i see i don't agree at all i think uh, mermia has a bit more they're a bit more fierce and also like but in the last three, they're very soft with each other is what i was trying to say they're very, like even if yeah. they're so, characters i feel like mermia mermia is like the happy medium between romitri and, and dragos are too cheesy because it has like <laughs> yeah, so you guys are seeing personality as like the chemistry and like i'm just no i see the chemistry and i like know. the chemistry yeah, yeah i i like it more than i like marmia but like i do love marmia though they're so cute but i for me it's like i don't know why actually sometimes dragozeri takes it sometimes i'm just like i like it like it's episode not like- eight oh, they're so good in this episode <laughs> They're yeah, so good like exactly. I think they're very cute. They're just not for me. They're too gooey. Like in the in the yeah. they're too. Look at us. Too, we all have different different. Too things. much, too I fast. Yeah. yeah, I do think Sonny and Mikhail though, for me, is <laughs> equal level really to Gazzara. Really oh my god, gone too soon. Rest in peace. So now was like really all about to... trust. I did a whole thing not recently. I, I have to find it again, but I did the tweet about their different yeah. type of romances, and uh, and I just. Yeah, but also chemistry is different than romance. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But I really like like certain friendships. I'm like they have chemistry, you know. Certain yeah. friendships, it's like you should kiss. They should, and then it's like that's not the story is, but like that's what they're. You can't help. They should still do it. They should still. St- yeah, they should. Sometimes you just have to kiss the homies goodnight. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You were talking about um, the Dampiers investigating, and we get a little Rose waking up from the post-it, and then immediately being thrown into <laughs> the newspaper investigation. And I, first of all, I love whenever they include shit like newspapers, articles, and stuff like that. I think it makes the world feel more lived in. And bigger. I love when they have their giant projectors like on the yeah. building, <laughs> like the Dominion Century. I just really enjoy it. Like uh, and school, I love them. But for it's both Dominion. archaic and modern. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah i really like mason taking charge because mm. you know first of all they were not in this episode the previous episode so you're trying to figure out where do they go what happens to them and like you see mason in the meantime while they're all in lesbian or whatever lesbian yeah lesbian yeah while they were there he's like trying to figure out what the hell is the connection between the strigoi and like what's going on so he has all this evidence he just hasn't figured out like the exact piece of the puzzle but he's like yeah i have He's been working on stuff, yeah. He's working on stuff, and I'm really proud. I was like, you're pretty doing good. You're doing good for a guy who's number Keeping five, busy. I think, on the leaderboard. And I like seeing them, like, more and she's a cerebral aspect of protecting and guarding. Like, it's not yeah. all muscles. It's the, it's the research. And I think it's, uh, it's a nice moment also to show his chemistry platonically with Rose and with Mare. And like all three of them, like I always call them the golden trio, like how they work and how they complete each other. And like, I like that man, the one that pieces things together for Lisa, mm-hmm. but Mason is the one that gets into the research and getting all of the info together. Yeah. Like, I think they it's nice, it's a nice so call nice, out like... when uh, Rose mentions that she's met the Dragos arrest. Like, I think it's, you know. Yeah. Cause I think those two, like it was just those two. And then Rose has the missing piece. And then you have to ask the question of why. And then Meredith comes in with, I have the why. Like it's such a good, nice little way of showing like how yeah. they connect. 
and how they're why they're each other. Yeah, why they were the top three. Like they just are like so. They're on they a take whole nother level. They're really on a whole nother level. Best crudo she ever. But then mm-hmm. I also really like she sees Dimitri and she's like, God. <laughs> I know. And I like the glimpse of like how Mason. aware Mare and Mason are of the Romitri situation. Yeah. Like they look at each other. And they look because they, they, they look at her, where she's looking at and it's Dimitri walking. And then they look at each other and they're like, okay, yeah. And then Rose comes out and he's gone. Oh. And I'm like, where did he go? He hid behind a pillar or something. Genuinely, I feel like he jumped over the roof. Like I was like, he's just gone. <laughs> you know? He jumped <laughs> over the roof. Yeah, you know, like, you know how the big first episode where Rose is all that the like box parkour? jump challenge. And I think he did all parkour and then just jumped parkour. over the roof and it's gone. He's just gone. You see Dimitri in the background doing like flips over the roof, like to avoid Rose's gaze. Yeah, but how, how did he know that Rose was coming though? But it's also so funny because how does he? How did he know that? He Rose sensed was a strong bisexual presence. He did. <laughs> 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 I can feel I can feel that my gut Rose Hathaway gotta go he's like I can't one person in this school with a presence as strong as hers yeah it's her we're we talking uh, about how sweet Dragos are is and the next scene is for me one of her absolute sweetest the way that Christian says I'm in I'm so in and that Vicky yeah. is through smiling is just adorable <laughs> so baby. also I like the colors of her outfits looks well together <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're just they're just really cute. It's it's a great Dragos era moment, and I like that they're dropping the act of this arranged. It's like no, we're in love, and this happens to be practical, so we're gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was really when when they kept repeating like, like it's not a real marriage. Like it's just, but I'm like, shut up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're obsessed. <laughs> you're not convincing anyone. No, really, really, we're not. <laughs> And then we have that little quick scene. I like that this episode is made of tiny quick scenes. Like, it's, it's tiny moments. Mm-hmm. Um, Rose turning away from Lisa. And, like, Lisa, what did you expect? Yeah. Honestly. Like, I, I, I just woke up with her. Man, Mason was, staring at each other, like, oh, damn. <laughs> it was literally one of those cases where, like, a couple breaks up and one of them was like, but we can still be friends. Like, that never actually works out. So she was like, you can't be my guardian. But she was expecting them to still be friends. I'm like, girl, you crazy. <laughs> and, and I can so naive Lisa is. Yeah, she is naive. And just man, Mason, like, ugh. <laughs> Mason's like, I need to fix this. Yeah, can I have to fix that? <laughs> Mary's like, I need a drink. Yeah. <laughs> She's so tired. Yeah. Um, I love the little wedding, pre-wedding ceremony chat um, about like expecting Rose to be there. I think it's very soothing and true to oh, how so to, like, half of me. Yeah, it is sad, but yeah, in a cute way. It's sad in a cute way. It's mm-hmm. sad. It's it's sad and it's bittersweet, but it's also like what happens sometimes in life. It's like it's really touching. Yeah, and I think it's just very true to half of me and putting again, even in those big moments, half of me is at the center of it all. And I think uh, that's great. Yeah. Um, and then Peyton, was it you who wanted to bully them for rubbing blood on each other because it's now? Hey, yeah. it's a ritual. Okay, yeah. they have to. I'm sorry, but that was so weird. And also, you can tell it was multiple takes because the smears didn't yeah. line up mm-hmm. from shot to shot. And, like, I don't know how long they sat there with that fake blood on them, but it started, like, to congeal on their faces. And I was like, can we move this along? This is yeah. nastiest. But the photography and the music were beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, like... it was beautiful. It was just, I was watching it and I was like, um, that wasn't correct. 
yes. couple bonding ideas rub each other's blood on your faces yeah yeah and we get the creepy monks again well, well at least they're self-aware because when uh when lisa tells him that they have to do the blood marking ceremony he's like gross but whatever yeah <laughs> they are self-aware he's so real for that he's so he's real for real. that and also like it's it's kind of sad like it hurts my heart because he looks so happy when Mer comes in and he sees from her face that there's bad news and and, And he's like he's so content do you guys remember our like crackpot conspiracy theories at the beginning when we were like how do they become royal when they're not royal is it from (laughs) smearing the blood on their faces (laughs) do you guys remember we used to make up stupid stuff like that (laughs) What the hell? We still do sometimes. <laughs> no, yeah. we still we did. Yeah, we we've done that this episode. We need to, and we last need to get episode. back on that level. Remember Jesse and like the stricky the stricky, Oh my god, the <laughs> strigans. Yeah, we we will get back on that level. I think the cancellation <laughs> has hit us hard, but once they save the show, we will be back. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like we're still on that level with the the gut feeling of Rose's best. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what do you mean? Jesse's in this episode. I'm ready to, like, I'm ready. You yes. Know? But first, we have a circle shot at the top of the tower that I love of the three deputies with Christian. And again, Christian and friends. Christian with all his friends. Of, like, can we talk about that? That's such a, it is such a fun little gang because it's like, it's Rose, it's Mason, it's Meredith, it's Christian. Like, I was like, wow. It's like, he's like the odd one in, but like, he's. I would trust them with my lives. I would trust those four. Mm-hmm. They're so smart. Yeah, but like the way I was laughing so hard actually watching this because when you first watch it you don't know who the spy is, but when you were watching it he goes, "Who has known about your relationship this whole time?" He goes, "Jesse." Yeah, <laughs> they just want you yeah. hate on Jesse. We just want you hate Honestly, on him. Valid. Like I would. Yeah, I get U- it. The Uber driver. The Uber. The Uber driver. <laughs> like he has the car, and and it works. They're like it just it just fits. And then I'm just like you literally just said. Who has known about me and Lisa this whole time? And you think Jesse cares? <laughs> like it's like that's what Christian, I is Jesse the you one think... that you're pouring your heart out to every feeding session? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Obviously, we all you knew who the spy the was. First, the yeah. first thing Jesse would say when he got out to the Strogoi is, "Oh my God, did y'all hear about Christian and Lisa?" <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up. So real. Those- I think those four, like those three, like the Mason, Meredith, and Rose, like they had a nice, like they had a nice little theory. And then Christian was like, "I he's got so it." I don't think this. He's like, he's "I got so it." Christian said, he looks so Jesse good in his suit. Both, said, so I him. He, he looks so really good. good. I know. But I just really liked it. And then they were like, they were like kind of skeptical, and they were like, "Okay, like I guess it's Jesse. Like he has the car." And then they're like, "If you like, apparently there's only one person with a car." Like it also, it also makes no sense because like his dad wanted him to marry Lisa to get into like more power and he's like why would they want to kill Lisa if no, they want- because no because they were talking about how Dane wanted to be king before Andre died and I'm like Jesse was literally engaged to Lisa an hour like whatever ago like literally yesterday they were engaged so what are you talking about and when Christian goes to confront Jesse, like Jesse's just rolling his suitcase up the stairs. He's so tired. Like he just wants to this go to bed. This is later, and it's this so later. For that. And, and I want to talk I about that. Kind of for that. We'll talk about yeah. it because it's such a great scene. But first, um, we have yet again Dimitri trying to run away. 
from his problems and Rose. But uh, I thought something missed a little at the beginning of that scene, like as far as the script, like I didn't think it worked quite well, but I'm glad they reiterated uh, Rose's agency and that they talk about how Rose has privilege as even as a Dempier because of her mm-hmm. connection to Lisa, but not everybody gets to have that protection and uh, yeah. have that support. It was brutal, you know? And the whole faith discord, like I can really, really relate to it. I think it's super interesting. And I love that she says, maybe you should be the one who changes the system. I think it's very real to... Uh, to that she has that. that she has that faith in him of like, maybe you yeah. should be the one yeah. to change. Because I feel like he would. I feel like he could. If she asked him nicely, I feel like... <laughs> She, she, she like made out with them and then said can you like change the world he'd be like yeah bet i could also i can't comes in at right? the same time so i find it very impressive that they can do that running in the same time mm. it was actually it was really nice there's always in sync i kind of hate it but like it's yeah so <laughs> <They're always laughs> you know well it, it, it does such a good job of showing like how much his training has rubbed off on her mm-hmm. and like how much she really has taken his training like to, to heart. heart and implemented it because she's just a mini him yeah she <laughs> is he's such a good mini him when it comes to like the physicality and the and the fighting mm-hmm. like in a lot of ways she's just like she's become a version of him because she used to complain about wind sprints and now she's just having conversations jogging next to him. <laughs> but gets interrupted by Tatiana, who has the she's a manipulative masterman and she has just the best timing. <laughs> yep. Interrupting anything? I think I think she was waiting in the shadows and she was like, What's gonna be the most problematic pot stirring time that I could possibly interject? Hold on. Let me wait for Rose Hathaway to come after my man. <laughs> such such a good moment. Um, and then yeah. we have the cops and Rose and James. So James never unbeaten. And then like, just thrown. Wait, on- we moved on too quickly. What did you want to add? I was just thinking about the line where he was like, it's not that I don't want to be there for you. It's that I can't. Oh, yeah. That got me good. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, am I interrupting? <laughs> yeah. But, oh. Like, and Rose's face. But, Rose's face when she finds but, out like, that he's going to be. But this be- is when, yeah, but like this is when Rose finds out about the yeah. trial. And like, this is like what makes her go yeah. to victor like this was her a, face a like when episode. she finds out it's amazing he's like, all broken but her bitterness when tatiana walks up she's like what like <laughs> you're champion for what <laughs> yeah she's I so know. bitter so i get i get why she goes to victor and i think it's like first of all i love how everybody in victor's family is just in red and mia looks great and I love how annoyed Mia is with seeing Rosebell. Like she's, she's, you've still a bit of the old Mia just simmering on the top. Um, and yeah, and just the uh, Rose kicking James's ass is, it's funny. It's, it's just a good. It's just a funny scene. It's just good. She's like James can't beat him, but I can. <laughs> yeah, which is a bit like like the Mason Dimitri thing of if she knows, she won't leave. And like yeah, they know each other so well. Um, Soulmates. I wonder if she thinks she can beat him because she knows his fighting style so well, or if she thinks she can beat him because he won't be able to fight her properly. I think she probably talks about his fighting style because I think she would like to think he wouldn't let her win. Um, But yeah, admittedly, both. Yeah. Um, So after that, we have just before the ring. I love the song. I love the lights. The vibes are great. The costumes are great. I don't understand the clowns. 
I absolutely hate clowns. I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know what's happening with that. Like, yeah. is it more going dressed weird. as clowns? Is it Dempiest dressed as clowns? Oh, that would be funny. As well. <laughs> like, sorry, you're off Guardian duty today. I need you to be putting on this clown suit and fight. I like to. Th- I like to think that the three options Dampiers have are guardianships, <laughs> the communes, or the circus, or the bar, <laughs> or the bar, or bartending. Yeah. Well, we know a lot of guardians bartend because that's what uh, Meredith did originally in the show. Mm. Oh yeah, to me, that's what she meant, Mia. No, yeah. I was thinking about this because I was like, um, I was thinking, like the clouds. I don't know why, because because maybe because March was like all Hunger Games, whatever. But I was just watching that and I was like, this is very Hunger Games like ish to me. Like the clowns just cheering them up before a big fight. Very happy yeah. way. You know the way that like, like entertaining people before someone gets their ass beat. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, also don't get the clowns. I'm like, what was the purpose? Like, who's clowning over here, you know? <laughs> who's putting on the makeup and saying, let's go? <laughs> Especially because, number one, this is Asian, right? So nobody has done this in years. So imagine somebody's like, hey, uh, we need clowns right now. And they're like, for what? They're like, don't. It's Because they had, they had court gestures in the ancient yeah, times. That's, that's <laughs> so right. we, that's right. we need clowns. They're like, let me dig something out of my basement. <laughs> This is actually the ancient traditional clown costume worn every single time. They have to like get it out of a cellar every it's time. It's all musty and stinky. Right? They don't wash it. Hasn't been washed <laughs> since the ancient times. And there's more pink fur. Like it's a theme. Like this time it's Mia. She's wearing another pink fur. Theme. It looks cute though. Yeah, and the conversation between Rose and Mason is sweet. Like I think it's nice to see how close we are as friends outside of like the romantic mm-hmm. issues that they might be having. Like I think it's really nice to see to see him support her and help prepare her and like wrapping her hands and everything. He's trying to encourage her to go to Lisa and I just love how he's the half of me a number one fan. He's like, Yeah, we need to fix this. Like you need Lisa. Like we're friends, but you need Lisa. Is that the scene where no it's not it's not the scene. It's not the scene where she's like outside with Lissa and he's like No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. That's after. After. But it's nice to get the sense of like their platonic chemistry and it's just a lovely And I love how he sees how important her relationship with Lissa is. Yeah. And he can be like, I know you need this. He's very selfless about Lissa. Like he he never he knows there's no comparison. Uh and that she needs Lissa and I just think it's really lovely. Yeah. Okay, guys. We're here. It's Jesse in the suitcase, which is just so funny. Like he looks so miserable. I have, I have like a head cannon for that, like because like you know it's how so ev- they, they were all like they were all supposed to be on the tour, but like everyone is suddenly back and Jesse arrives like a lot later. Like they left to be fine. He's <laughs> from the. They tour. forgot about he Jesse. Just, he like missed out on the excitement, <laughs> you know. Right. No, he but was like. I- Everyone left without him and he was just like pissed off and like they're arriving like, after everyone with this. They're like, we thought them. you had a car, Jesse. <laughs> Get it together, guy. No, but the way he's like ready to like sleep or something or like just chill. And the question's like, but I know you work with my my parents. I know you love Strugois and and the presents. And, and literally he's like, What are you on? <laughs> like, like, calm down. Like, he's like, I know about your Strugoy loving, whatever. Like the way he calls him out for that is so funny to me. And like Jesse's like, what is going on? I just walked in. Number one, how did he find him so fast? But two, like the way he just says it. And then like the, at the end where he's like, literally, he says it, but it was like so sad. He's like, literally nothing. This has nothing to do with me. Like it was like, I'm not involved in your business. I don't risk my neck out. Leave me alone. And I was like, you know what? He's having a mental breakdown, I think. 
You should like leave him I, alone. I, I think it's you, a good Christian, why are you so obsessed with Jesse? He really is. No. I think it's like... a good way of showing like kind of the complexities of Jesse and you can kind of see a lot of the first of all he's exhausted from everything that happened in Portugal, yeah. but also like the issues with his dad and the abuse he's experiencing from his dad. He's constantly being blamed by his dad for doing things he didn't do and yeah. for not being enough. And now another person who also he doesn't even he like barely knows this guy is suddenly accusing him of just was crazy shit and he's like to seriously like for real somebody fair. just leave to me alone to be fair this is a bully sucks, and he yeah. should not use his father's treatment of him as a crutch no but, but for the sure. thing is but the thing still. is i think that christian has some anger with jesse because of like you know the whole Brain their bullied. whole rivalry yeah the whole bullying so like i get why he would be like you know what i have all this feeling to unload to you but i genuinely just think it's so funny because if you just pause for a second you would realize something that jesse has said he would never risk his neck out for anyone yeah yeah, so yeah. He doesn't care enough so like i get why christian was like i gotta just like yell at him but i also get jesse being like i what like you can yell at me for bullying you you can yell at me for liking strogoi or whatever that weird fetish thing he has <laughs> you can't yell at me for conspiring with him that's a touch that's too far that's because he's far. like i don't yeah. care enough to do this whole conspiracy plan he said i didn't know you listen we're dating like that's that's the main point here so he's like just leave me alone because <laughs> he's like, like who uh, are you yeah i like any scenes with christian and jesse because i so think cool. they have a great potential in the future and they have stuff Rico- in common Oh yeah, yeah, they have tons of stuff in common. I think there's like there's moments when Christian is like, I could teach you how to use your fire against your dad. You know, I'm good. I'm good with fire. I could teach you to protect yourself and stuff. And I think like they could really bond and in the future have a good friendship. OMG narrative foils. Those two. Oh my god, we just to this episode has so many narrative foils. Crazy. So I think it's okay. uh it's pretty good. I think yeah. they should um kiss and get their tension out. <laughs> Is it Jimmy trying to kiss right kiss next, next episode? Later. Stop. I don't want to talk about it. Then we have Mamiya being useless lesbians. It's obvious that Mia is playing a part and it's just frustrating for me because we have conflict for the sake of conflict with no scenes in between since the kiss from episode 6. And I'm like, I really yeah. needed a bit. Yeah. Like, I like the very... angst. Like, like we're missing a chunk of something. Yeah, like I like mm-hmm. the angst, but I need, I need more. I know Mare talked about it with uh, Christian earlier on, but like I, it, I can obviously I can extrapolate and put the pieces together, but I shouldn't constantly have to. Uh, yeah, like, like that's the one problem with the show is sometimes they like expect us to do the work. Yeah, for like And I guess like, I watch TV because I'm lazy. Like I don't want to do the work. Like, mm-hmm. like fan theories are fun. And it's fun to do that, but at the same time, you shouldn't like have to expect your fans to like come up with stuff. No, yeah. you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to make theories about like simple stuff that could be explained. Like yeah. we can make theories about Tatiana's background. We can make theories about like, you know, while the show is going on, like, is Andre still involved? Like we can make big overarching theories, but we shouldn't have to be like, how have many Meredith times have we see seen tweet. each other? In yeah, because it's like, so, like what fight, but that's not enough. Like, not so a fight, yeah, but you wish, know what I mean. I wish I'd been a bit more like I always liked the angst, but it just didn't feel earned, and it just felt like we were throwing in conflict because it was a conflictual episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, and like it's very very quick, and then we don't see them again together mm-hmm. until episode nine. So I was a bit frustrated with that. Although I enjoyed me using Mess nickname. 
Um, and like, of course, I think it makes sense for Mer to feel that way and to be insecure. I just wish it'd been explored more because especially uh, like as we come to future episodes where it's going to become more of a theme, it's nice to show the weight and the pressure of that the social injustice between Moroy, even non Royal and Demphir, um is putting on the girls and like on their relationships and the strain between that because obviously Meredith doesn't feel like she's worthy of Mia. And Mia doesn't necessarily see why, how Meredith feels and stuff, but I just think it needed to be explored a bit more. And it's like five seconds of the of the of them, and I, I don't know. I think it would have been nice to have maybe later another moment where like she tries to talk to her after the Sonia thing, or if we'd known before if they had seen each other. Because like from the way she talks with Christian, it's uh, like for all we know maybe we haven't seen each other since Mia came in January so you know yeah it definitely would have made more sense to have like a scene maybe in like episode seven and kind of like tie it into Mia and Sonia having a moment and like tie in Meredith to that section of the episode I always get sad thinking about Meredith and Sonia dancing together in episode three and like almost sister-in-laws and then you know I wish we had had (laughs) we should had something um so yeah and immediately after we we roll straight in Christian and Lisa being announced, there's such drama and like there's smoke under the throne. It's really cool. Oh my god! Okay, wait. Christian looks so hot adjusting his suit. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and I, I like that we get the pan to Rose being upset on the side. Yeah. Like she's engaged. She's... I love that. No matter like throughout everything, like Rose and Lisa are the central relationship of the show. Like yeah. everything ties back to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as yeah. it should exactly that's the whole point and now now we get the the ring uh which i know we're gonna <laughs> talk about um like i was saying i know it's controversial but it's not my favorite scene i find the shots to be beautiful although i don't like the capes and the hair but no it. the capes i don't really get <laughs> yeah. it like they, look, also so look, they look so cheap they just look so cheap she's fully dressed and why do they have naked like you have questions but because the lights are great. Wait, wait, Rose is coming. <laughs> the choreography yeah. is good. Um, but I just think it's like I think it reveals quite a bit about Dimitri, but Rose comes off a bit childish in this for me. I don't necessarily She's upset. Understand. She is, but I don't necessarily She's valid. She's yeah. valid. I support women's wrongs. But also, like, yeah. she's supposed, they're supposed to be trying to keep their relationship secret, right? And now she's just screaming about it in front of everyone on the ring. I do understand that, yeah. Uh, but so I, with- I, I also feel like she needed to, like, like let, let her out. frustrations in some way. Yeah. It's, like, cathartic. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a bit too dramatic for me, but it's yeah. great. And I, I think I do- Lena doesn't like dramatics. <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't. But the no, music but is I... beautiful during the slowdown bin, and I love like that shot of the blood. Yeah, dripping. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I was really... down like the white strip. Fight... You know what? Yeah, the fight scene. I was thinking that too before I rewatched it. I was like, why is she always so loud about it? But I think during the fight, they're like really close together, so they can't probably hear the words. It's after that she wins the fight, and then she just like starts beating him up, and I'm like, I know. Close, please. <gasps> But like listen yeah. and wait, listen and Christian like look at each other. I was like, wow, that's cute. I was like, yeah. but there are so many like small little moments in this fight. Like, yeah, like him trying to rein in the shock on his face when she drops her hood of like, yeah, because he didn't know she was gonna be yeah. there. Like, yeah, like, 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 like he was blindsided. 
and the shock in his face before he turned around to see her like that was so good and like the little moments of like you can see him restraining himself real like i think i like the most the moment when he hits her back and he realizes he's become just like his dad the yeah. way she flew. Oh, don't say it like that. That hurted. Oh. And, no. and he gives up way. because he can't possibly keep doing that. And you see him just accepting. He did just, accept it, yeah. yeah but the like, way she like, the, across the... the room, I was like, he's strong. Yeah. But also, I really like that when they're fighting and then one of them is winning and then Tatiana's like, ooh. And then Victor's like, ooh. Like, it's mm-hmm. so fun to watch how they're like, they're all yeah. like, and then you have like these two just be like fight back well, little, and you know and you yeah remember i love that they i love are the champions yeah. like they're fighting yeah. by proxy like it's not like them fighting even though like they, it kind yeah. of is like it's giving them a, it like really a is. like a i think an yeah, avenue I think for their frustration yeah proxy, you know I but like the others are like it became personal it became but dimitri didn't forget like dimitri never forgot he was a champion mm-hmm. because he like looks over at tatiana when he's about to just like fucking concede yeah but that spin kick though can we talk about that the spin kick but the repeated like fight back fight back like that got me good i I didn't like the line of um oh duty wouldn't let us be together and do your fucking duty i didn't i loved it i'm sorry (laughs) i don't like that however i like that she calls him comrade in the middle of it it feels so fast and aggressive (laughs) <laughs> she's yeah passive aggressive this whole time I like i like that she said that because like he's not like he has a duty as a champion like he's supposed to be fighting and like yeah, and he, he won't is do it. he is representing like as a champion the entire institution mm-hmm. that he says his duty is to basically mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like if this is the reason we can't be together then like what's the fucking problem yeah fight me and back just- and he's like now from between his actual duty being a champion and like hurting rose which is what she was trying to prove it was like you can't but you I know. think this also serves as the moment where he decides that, like, duty isn't more important than her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does definitely, yeah. like, come to a decision where it's her yeah. before anything else. Which is actually really heartbreaking when you get to the, the kiss. Because... Yeah. Yeah. yeah! What the hell? Yeah. We can talk about this, but... The kiss Why did they make him yeah. do that? Yeah. But there's I lots like of it. quick... There's lots of quick shots that I really like in this, like, the, the blood drip on the side, but also, like, you see... Um, I think Breen was was saying, like B was saying about Victor and Tatiana, and you see it cheers from Mayor and Mason, and they're so excited, and it's so cute, and Mia's clapping, and Lisa's clapping, and it's just all really adorable. And suddenly you have this shift when she starts hitting him up again, uh, of like the silence kind of overtaking the yeah the audience. I think that's that's cool. I really didn't like her hitting him again. It, it annoys me, but it's making like she it. had to yeah. let her anger out. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, not I feel brought like... up again with her friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. I f- so I feel like so if she had if she if she had, she had just broken up with Dimitri and she had Lisa to talk about it and just like pent like bring it all out, or if she had a problem with Lisa and she had Dimitri to like train with and like let it out in that way, but like she didn't have any of them, so like she had to let it out in a way, and then for her that was like the fight. And I feel like she forgot, uh, you know, like how sometimes in like movies they have like these scenes and like the main characters are like talking or like they're not like a big, like a lot of people. And like, it's like a scene, like suddenly no one is around. It's just like they're both alone. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, like, talking, so it's, it's kind of something like that. I feel like she forgot they were doing the trial. And she was just like letting it all out. And like, and then when everyone just like stopped clapping and after the second time she hit him once they were done and she was just like, oh, like coming back to herself, like coming back to, we're not like, 
this is public everyone is watching this i should like reel this back yeah but besides the fact that it's public even if it was a private and if there were no one i will just never be comfortable with hitting a person who's already down <laughs> and who's not hitting back like i'm just just not eh, i don't like it but I also think it makes sense uh, as part of Rose's character and development and all that. It's just like, it's not too funny. Uh, I like that they at least bring it back up between Dimitri and Rose in Nine. I just wish it had been talked about a bit with her friends. Like, Mason kind of hints at it later. He's like, you're a mess. Uh, yeah. But uh, but still, you know. Uh, so yeah, but actually we talk, we get straight into Mason convincing Rose to talk to Lisa, which is really, really cute. Um, Mancini is super cute when he's like, he's such a, he's being such a good friend and I love the way he says, work your shit out, okay? Thank you! <laughs> really like that Mason scene where he goes, okay, thank you, that was such a nice little voice. That's my favorite line he said in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oopsie, uh, upsie daisy and thank you. But also, I really like it because it was like, he didn't even take, because like, Rose is like ignoring Lisa this whole time, you know, like being petty. And like, you would think like some people would be like, oh, she said, no, like we're not talking to Lisa. But Mason's like, I think you really need to talk to Lisa. Like, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to force you. I don't care what you happen with uh, Dimitri. You need to talk to her and be like, get something cleared up at least. And I really disliked it. And also the Mason's way that he a probably... a friend. He is. But the way he, like, found Lisa too and probably got her to, like, leave Christian and, like, all this. Like, he set this whole thing up. Such a good friend. Period. Yeah. He's such a good friend. <laughs> Nothing else. In that moment, he really is. I have my issues with the way he handles his friendships, but in that moment, he really is. Uh, yeah, but his friendships, I think, are really nice. Like, with his with Christian and Meredith and Rose, mm-hmm. I was like, those are good. I forgot about him and Christian. That was a cute yeah. friendship. I never forget. <laughs> They're in a gang now. They're all four of them are, like, together now. You know? What a super squad. They're really, yeah. Honestly, except when he jumps to conclusions. But, like, other than that, they're really, <laughs> they're really fun together. We don't talk you about know? that. Oh, yeah. okay. This is, I have a notebook sitting on my desk and I was staring at it the entire time we were recording the last episode, but um, it says, like the title of the notebook says, jumping to conclusions and other sports I'm good at. And I feel like, I feel like Mason just needs one of those. (laughs) (laughs) He can write down all of the conclusions he jumps to throughout the entire season Mm -hmm. and other sports he's good at, like beating Rose and, and little duels. On challenge day, beating Rose on challenge day, he like keeps a record of every time he's like one up somebody. <laughs> uh, then we have a scene that I really love, which is the memory walk. First of all, I like that we get to uh, have a glimpse of Silver again in yet another job. But yeah. before, I have some like, issues uh, with the memory walk. We'll get oh. there. Oh, I I like that. I think the girls did really, really well at showing the tension and distance between Lisa and Rose when they talk. You can feel there's such a shift in their rapport. I think it's really great. Uh, Also, I just love Lisa's outfits and makeup and the lighting on the girls. They look like a study in contrast when they're lying down. Lisa's outfit is so pretty. Uh, Yeah, and like like they're they're so contrasted and it's so similar in their position. It's really nice. Um... Uh, especially with like the overlaid voiceover about the trials mm-hmm. uh, talking about what you have to give up to be king and queen and I think like yeah. she she obviously is showing all that she did give up between her family and losing Rose and using spirit and all this I did I remember at the time um, Silver's line about you have to speak aloud made me think she was spying on them for somebody um, mm-hmm. and, and she was a spy 
Yeah, I thought she was. A, I didn't think she was the spy for the street guard, but I thought maybe she was spying on them for someone else. Um, be it for the Dampiers or the Queen or something. Uh, I know for a while people thought um, Silver might be related to Mary. Um, so so yeah, there's a. Uh, that was bad, but I remember thinking it was a bit weird. I love the way um, we say, I see you, I see you too. I think it's touching because it's kind of, you can interpret it kind of liberally, like not just about seeing each other physically in the memory walk, but also as people. Um, and it's kind of the moment when they're reconnected. Uh, and just the whole reenactment of the car crash, I think it makes you I understand better. So well shot. Yeah, it's so well shot. I like the shots of like, like Lissa's dress, like from the flashback, just like pops. Like, I I love that outfit so much. And all the shreds of glass. My issue with the with the dream walk is like, or a memory walk. Like, it's a memory, so like, I don't understand how they like remembered, like came to the conclusion that Christian's parents were there when they never saw them. Because, like, yeah. Rose was dead in a ditch, and Lissa went over to help her. She was not looking back at the car. So I'm like... No, like, Lisa it- passed out. Lisa passed out of to bringing Rose back. It's Rose's memory, I think, that... So did Rose see his parents? Did Rose Here's see what him? I think, though. I think because- that... I think it's both think of so. their memories. But yeah, I, I, think, I think it's both of their memories, like, connecting, but, like, but at the yeah. same time. Did, was was Rose in through. the right place to see them? Like, Rose was, like... I thought it was like subconscious like you know certain things you just forget like you yeah. just forget so I, I think mean, it, it's, yeah. it's like she like walks up she sees something probably them and then like passes out or something right after but it's just such a weird thing because they're not going they're not killing they're not going to kill Rose and Lissa I don't know why don't ask me but like they were just checking to see if like Andre was dead or something also, like, Andre they away. think Lissa was dead because she was passed out or something. Yeah, she yeah, was passed like, yeah. out. Yeah, I she think it could be, but she was yeah. dead. But they yeah, could have heard. They probably could hear her heartbeat though. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of like an omniscient point of view instead of like the first person point of view through somebody. Kind of like in Harry Potter when they turn back time, and oh. and like they're seeing they're seeing themselves and they can explore the surrounding. Oh. It's kind of I like thought that, you were talking maybe? about. I thought you were talking about the the thing in Harry Potter with the when you go into the memory, and so you see. The it's like oh, memory. not not the pensive. I'm talking about the yeah, time. Yeah, it's Turner. I know. I think but it kind also... of kind of works like that. Um, I like yeah, that yeah. we see better how Rose died protecting her. Mm-hmm. Um, and like if there's the firelight bathing them, it's just really great. And there's still a lot of distance, which is interesting when you juxtapose it to Lisa saving Rose. And obviously, like you can see, Lisa has a lot of power. In the in the dynamic and it's touching to see her finding Rose dead. Uh, I think it's like it's a good. It works as far as a half of your bond. I think it works well. Um, yeah. Doing that. And especially I, since she doesn't know she has spirit and she's not like actively doing it. It's just like her natural like subconscious reaction to like bring her back. And she doesn't go to her family. She doesn't. I know. Go to her I was just thinking Andre. that too. Of like of all the people, like the first person she checks on is Rose. Mm. Well, it's I, always Rose first. Yeah, but I don't think I I don't I was thinking that it's because she like gets out of the car accident and maybe they're like like uh, for her parents they're like too badly burned because it's like the fire mm. and stuff. So they're probably like too far to the help. So she's going to Rose. They're thinking you know maybe Rose is fine. They're not gonna be. They're not fine. They're all dead. 
And then when she goes to Rose, that's when she's like, oh my God, everybody's dead. I have to heal whoever's next to me. And then it's Rose, you know? I think this, I don't think it's like subconsciously like her choosing her first. It was just that she hoped that she was alive so that she wouldn't be alone, you know? Yeah, I, th- I think she was trying to find someone that was alive. Like, mm-hmm. and like she found out everyone was dead. Yeah, you, I think you're right. Yeah. I think there's several things at play. I think there is a subconscious of it's always Rose first. I think there's a second thing of Rose was right next to me. Uh, yeah, and she was holding me a second ago and she's the one that pushed me back in the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like she was the last person I saw, but she is the last person I'm seeking for. And then I think there's also the fact that Rose is her guardian, not officially, but, but she's her is. guardian. And in times of stress and distress and fear, that's who she turns to for protection. So maybe there's that too. But I do think there is some level of it's always going to be Rose first. In the book, it's very clear that Lisa loves Rose most of all. Above her sibling, above her parents, it's even above Christian in some level. Uh, it's always going to be each other first. So I think there's a bit a bit of all of it, you know. But maybe also like her parents were still trapped in the car. God, God knows what, like, you know. I don't know. Uh, so, so yeah, I don't I think she, she saw her lying there and she was like, well, maybe... I just want to know what made that wreck so bad. Like, what did Christian's parents toss out into the street that yeah. made that shit so bogus? Because there's not another car. There's not, like, a fallen tree trunk. Did they flip like, the car? I think so. I think Maybe they, they just grabbed the it by a wheel and were like, but... Yeah, I think that's basically what they did. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe, like, they were standing... Maybe they were standing in the road. And then yeah. the drive, the driver just like was trying to avoid it because maybe like maybe it was they were going fast enough that they didn't realize if it was like Stugoi or a human, so they just like tried to swerve around and then like I don't know. That's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think that's possible. Also, at the end of that scene, I just love Silver's bravey voice saying that yeah, will like, be eighty five years, years, please. Um, it's it's really it's yeah. really. Uh, and it's interesting that we overlap this memory and juxtapose it to another memory, which is Victor's of his daughter. And I think oh, that's really interesting. That scene hurts. Yeah, but it's also like, I think it reveals a lot, but it does hurt. Um, and sad. It's like you see, an, Rose and Lisa are kind of like sisters, and then you see another set of sisters. Um, that also have one with spirit and one that protects the one with spirit, although it's different. And I think it just shows a lot about Mia character, how early on, like, there was a lot of weight put on her to be the one who sacrifices for her sister and who takes care of her sister and protects her. And having the one to be kind of like the older sister um, kind of broke, which I think we talked about a lot before. Um, yeah, but it does hurt. It is, it is sad. And the little actresses are so cute. And I think it's funny that, like, Mini Mia is already wearing, like, a diadem kind of headband. And she has, like, her perfect little ponytail and her perfect little dress. And Sonia is kind of more and loose. I think it's really sad and bittersweet how, like, his flashback is, like, really centered on, like, his family and, like, taking mm-hmm. care of them. And then, like, in the present day, he's, like, doing the opposite of that. Yeah. And, like, basically, like, the way he wins being monarch is by, like, letting go of that stuff. And he knows Sonia is already gone. He's seeing baby Sonia knowing she's already gone. And, like, it's also um, kind of ironic that, like, he's seeing his family, like, together as that. And then when 
he opens his eyes, like Sonia isn't there. Sonia is already a Strigoi. And he literally says, he must have nothing, must give up everything. Like a, good, a king or queen has to give up everything for their people and for the dominion. And it's literally what he did. I want to know what Tatiana saw. Mm-hmm, me too. Yes. Because <laughs> she was fighting for her life. Yeah. Mm. And we'll, we'll come back a bit to that where we're talking because it's in another scene but later on in another scene Mia says he didn't mean literally about sacrificing everything and you're like yeah he did Uh, but his speech is really cool and it's a speech that I I absolutely love like how he says that love is a gift is a saint and it will be the thing that saves the dominion and I think he means love for the dominion rather than love for uh, I think that I here's what I think, and it's it's so interesting because it's Victor that says it. Because Victor is like we said, shades of gray. He could be for the Dominion. He's for his family. But I think it's interesting that he says it because I think that for him, he's talking about love for the Dominion. I think a little bit for love of his family, but because that's what he saw. But I think that I think that's what Liz is gonna use like eventually because the love for her, the love for her, you know, for Rose, the love for other people is what makes her, you know, powerful. And so yeah. I think it's a fun little like parallel for those two, but like Victor is so interesting because po- he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to sacrifice all of my love for this dominion. And um, it's going to be like so good. It's going to be so great. And Tatiana is like knocked out. I don't know what she's looking at. Um, and then everybody's like, woo. And then Sonia's is like trapped, you know, Sonia's in a cage. And I'm still trying to figure out how she did that so fast. Tatiana's like, watch this. And Tatiana's like, if I lose, she's like, if I lose, I got you, girl. Tatiana was lurking outside of the windows of Victor's home, <laughs> um, trying to like trying to snoop no, some my- tea about his like election process, and she was there when Sonia j- jumped out the window. <laughs> I feel like maybe you know how Victor paid someone to not say anything. Maybe, uh, like Sonia knew some, not Sonia. Um, Tatiana knew something about that, so maybe she like got they paid them more to give them the information, wait. and then he she sent Kusha's parents to grab Sonia. Wait, 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 I have a theory. Do you want to hear my theory? Cool. Like yes. that's a good one. But I just thought of something. James, the Guardian. I, I think he's worked with Tatiana, because listen, very surprised. Let's say him and let's say him and Kieran, him and Dimitri are fighting. Dimitri wins. First of all, we know Dimitri is going to win, but like that's like another point to to the Tatiana's favor. Then, if Dimitri wins, and then he's like, "Oh, I got a backup. Sonia is now a Strogoi. We can go find her." And then when she comes back, he's like, "Oh, I didn't find her. Like maybe you did and gave her to Tatiana. You're just working with her." Makes you think. I don't know. Yeah. Makes you think. Makes you think. So then we have Lisa and Rose outside, uh, and I love how passionate Lisa is in this like she feels so alive with anger and passion and she's like I need to fight we need to fight and I think learning to be your own person apart from your best friend is very true and can be very hard and it's something a lot of people go through but it's upsetting because Rose is just losing and rejecting everyone um and so it's just like yes you should do it but that doesn't mean you need to entirely cut her off either but also like Lisa is not completely turning around she's the one who broke up from Rose and she's like what does that mean which that moment is such a mood that gift even gift is just um I just think you know she's getting kind of what she asked for uh I noted Rose is very dramatic this whole episode but she has good reasons to be um but uh, I think it might be a bit OOC for her after learning of Christian's parents that she would totally reject Lisa and like 
I don't know. But she is very hurt. She's going through a lot right now. She's allowed yeah. to, to just take a step back. A lot to process. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then we have Christian and Diane, which we all knew it was Diane. So you're like, thank fuck he finally realizes. He's so stupid. I didn't know. I was shook. You <laughs> were shook. I just get so distracted by all the pretty lights and costumes that I don't put two and two together. So I was shocked. Yes, that happened to me too. And also like sometimes minor characters like Diane like don't register to me when they're not on screen and they're like they're not there that often. So like I forgot she was there. So like I didn't even consider her an option. I wouldn't have considered her an option except for everyone on Twitter was like it's her. Well, yeah, because like she, why would she be around otherwise? You know. No, it was really funny because I didn't suspect her until he went. Who knows about me and Lisa? And I said, "Who does actually?" And then I remember yeah. her. And I was like, "What the is off?" Second. I was like, "Why is she asking questions?" Yeah, I mean, I guess, I, I guess, I also like, I also like was, that episode. Like, since there's also like a counterpart of her in the books that is actually good and nice to a Christian. Like, I like also like it wouldn't have occurred to me that it could have been her. Like. Yeah, it's like she, she was, was good in the books. Her counterpart was good. So. I really like that scene where he's like, "Yeah, you've been supportive since the beginning," and then his face like changes. Changes he's like, like oh. realizing. That's, that's like, what oh. I realized. And then and then she's like, "Hey, anyway, what about you and Lisa though? Can we can we get back on that?" Like she's like waiting for tea, and he's like, "His whole life has like been blown away." <laughs> yeah. You know, he's shaken to the core. He's like, "It's not Jesse." So many things are happening. You know. Yeah, I was boob with a fool. I had a lot of suspicions very, very early on about her just because it felt like we wouldn't spend so much time giving her time on screen if she wasn't going to be relevant in some sort of way. Like in books, it's less of a problem. It can just be used as a as a way of talking about their relationship and whatnot. Um, and also because like she makes remarks about the Dominion. Like she talks about, I think I, I got, started getting really suspicious when she tells Lisa that she's heard about the politics in this place and she's right to stay out of it. Uh, and she talks a lot about like how everybody is corrupted. Uh, and she says that to Christian as well. Yeah. Uh, and obviously she's right, but she's a feeder. She should be high on drugs. And she's a feeder. She be... should mind her business. Like she shouldn't um, care about She should put me pushed to the ground rewatching everything she's like so shady like it all she makes seems sense. to be very analytical it's actually, and like it's shady. actually so interesting because because the feeders don't talk until like well one there's two reasons why one is i think for an emotional impact like um delilah like she was like please you know with the whole um sonia thing and two because they're shady and that was um diane she was yeah. so suspicious, asking so many questions. She was she was really suspicious for me from the beginning. So it was like finally you put two and two together. But I still felt so sad for him that like the one person he felt he could count on was the one who betrayed him. Yeah. That's why you don't And she was also it. the one who reassured him about like his personality and him being a good person. That was his hype man. Yeah, his parents loved him, you know, stuff like this. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, oh, she, was, she was crazy for that. Her parents because he was like, "Oh, your parents love you," and then she's working with them. Yeah. Insane. What a girl. Yeah. Then we get into the Dragozera greenhouse scene. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Beautiful, <laughs> but drove me absolutely nuts. When I saw it happen, I was like, seriously, they're gonna break up again. I'm so tired of this shit. But it was such a beautiful <laughs> scene. <laughs> but it was beautiful though. 
I thought I thought we were I thought we were past all the breakups. I thought we were in the clear when they were getting married, and I'm like, bruh, again. So done. Search back and forth. I will say I've mentioned this before. When I first saw that scene, I thought it was absolutely hilarious, absolutely hilarious, and like it didn't really emotionally affect me until I listened to the podcast and I listened to them talk about the scene, and I'm like, damn, that's sad, and I cried. Yeah, it's sad, <laughs> and like I think you know, it's it's beautiful in the sense the photography is beautiful, the lighting is beautiful, the writing all the is beautiful, it's gorgeous. The talking about beautiful. not owning your parents' mistakes is super important and it's touching and like it, it's it, like it hurts my heart for him and like I get that you want to your wedding to feel right like it's understandable but it's just too much back and forth and at some point you need to make a fucking decision and I thought you had decided the dominion came first and I'm tired but go back here again and this is just conflict for the sake of conflict and I'm just That's like beautiful. you know what I really like though about those two in the beginning she, she was like it's a marriage of convenience and at the end she's like i wanted laughter and music no, she yeah. starts out saying it's for the convenience and then by the end she's like actually i want it to be for me no but i genuinely i was thinking about this because i was like could i date somebody knowing that their parents killed mine and i was like i don't know if i could i could like who cares i could and okay. she told him it's not his fault yeah and that's why it's not like a real breakup. It's just like, let's just put this on hold. Yeah, I'll just see you later kind of thing. And it's not really yeah. a breakup. It's just a, let's not rush. Let's not get married. We can still, like, you know, be around. I like how it's they were like, let's not rush. Things. Let's not get married. And then when Alyssa <laughs> and Rose have to leave in episode 10, she's like, we're married. We're married. We're married. No. That's, no, that's no, the problem just, with having 10 I, episodes. That is a problem. Because this could have been, this could have been a little longer too. But um, I genuinely, though, I was like, I don't know if I like the breakup because I was tired of them breaking up but I do like their acting and I do like why yeah. they why they broke up because yeah. I, was, I get it like I understand why you would do this it does feel a little rushed again 10 episodes now that's not my fault but <laughs> no it isn't B it's not your fault <laughs> no I didn't do this I didn't write but it I will say if no. they had to keep one breakup they should have just kept this one and like had them be stable through the season yeah yeah, yeah. But they were so good. Their acting was so good. I was, I was gonna, I was tearing up, even though I didn't like that they broke up. I was like, it's sad, like, you know. And then she was just like, I want more out of both of us, and yeah. the person, and we need to, you know, figure this out. And I was like, yeah, like you are. They're such good people. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry because I'm like I actually really like them together. Yeah, but I feel really pained for them. Like I wanted them to be happy, and it's why I'm frustrated. But like, like there there was no reason, and I agree with Theo. I think I would have completely fell for it if there had been no other breakups before. I was just frustrated. And, and like the, the thing with Dragazera is like they're not like I know they're like the cute trip and whatever, but they don't really. They only have a few happy moments because they're always like breaking up because they're always separated. Apart. They're never together. Like so it was like, like four episodes of Christian staring at a unicorn alone. They're in so his angsty. <laughs> they're so angsty because the universe. <laughs> doesn't want them to be together it's that's what the sad thing is is like you have rose and dimitri not being together because of dimitri and then yeah. you have um lissa and christian not being together because the world won't let them like everything keeps like screwing them over and rose yeah. and lisa are not together either so rose, so rose and lisa are also alone and rose then and lisa too, literally every single couple is just being pulled apart except well marmia was fighting too in this that's episode. what i said marmia yeah oh, I 
The destroyer, the destroyers okay. I don't care. The destroyer. The destroyer had they were in separate scenes this episode. And They're I don't... being pulled apart because Jesse's like a little bitch. She's being pulled apart because Silver is making yeah. money. She's making. Silver's like, back. I need to be a girl boss. You can go yeah. be my male wife somewhere else. She's also, like, yeah, back home. The song is pretty, and I know they got it on purpose for this and stuff. But oh my god, it's so on the nose, and I think that also took me out of the scene. I was like, what's this? again? I'm not into dramatics, but it's it's. You it's don't a, it's appreciate good. The drama. scene is beautiful, and I want them happy and it's together. Camp. Also, the it's green camp is angst. Leave it alone. But that, but that greenhouse is cursed because yeah. Sony and Mikael were there, and then he died, and those two were there, and then they broke up. I don't know. Oh, and apparently there's constantly dead birds there. <laughs> yeah. dead birds. Like, what's going on in that greenhouse? There's birds burying. Oh, there birds in, in the greenhouse. Do they just go through the... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some... How do they die in there? Like, just leave the way that you came in. Sonia brings them there to bring them back to life. We yeah. get some bone for a house with the next scene, which is very, very sweet of Mason agreeing to come with Rose. And the way he says, oh, Rose, when he realizes how much she's been hurting, I think it's just so sweet. Even it's kind beyond, of sad like, the... that he's, like, her last resort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but also, like, she knows she can count on him, and he's so loyal. And, and that's I think... the whole thing. He's the reliable guy that's always there. But of course, he'll never be the one that she chooses. Yeah, I think it's his fault. He knows she's not. He knows she's he could not. Choose. He could choose to have standards, and he doesn't, and that's on him. He has standards. It's just Rose Hathaway. I'm, you know what I, mean? I feel like. Do you I think, think that you would, if you Rose Hathaway was like, come with me? You're my last option. Would you I'd be go? Like, whatever you yes. say. Exactly. I you think know? he's kind of like I would prefer be the second choice and get to be with her and mm-hmm. get to have her in my life it's so sad but is he the second so choice or the third choice He's... because she doesn't have dimitri or lissa exactly. is the first choice then it's dimitri and then it's mason then it's but actually that's actually a really nice list i don't yeah you know I mean? but i agree that mason like i agree that it's not i don't blame rose it's not rose's fault he yeah no it's not no. he has his own agency and he's making this choice of putting himself through that yeah however i do think the scene is sweet and beautiful and that like he would comfort her like even platonically he would be there for mm-hmm. her if there wasn't the fact that she's not with dimitri right now and kind of when they kiss it's almost for me it almost feels friendly like almost like I, want I mean, to he still has you. romantic feelings for her, so it's not entirely friendly. No, I'm not gonna not lie to you. I did, sense, but like yeah. it's comforting, you know. It's comforting. Yeah. yeah. No, I see what you're saying because it's just like compared to like the the other kids we've had this episode, you kind of have those two just being like they're just the cute ones. They're just, it's just like, sweet. Yeah, it's not sweet. sexual. Like there's no. There, you oh, know what you I mean? mean like there's no like like passion. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no passion. It's it's like I want to comfort you and I want to connect and make you feel better. I like how we're saying there's no passion, but what if Mason intended for there to be passion? <laughs> Leave him alone. I don't think in that moment he did. She was Sorry, so I was like, she was I like so distraught. No, he just you wanted can. to comfort her. He wanted to be I love Mason, but sometimes you just have to crown a simp. You should yeah. crown him. You know, but I also don't think he was going for passion because she's like upset. But this yeah, whole episode, no, like, like hyping her up. He's like, "You gotta go talk to Lissa." She's you know? crying. He's like, "Let me friend you." He's being supportive of her, but I mean, I have my issues with Mason. But one thing I think, no matter how I feel about him, otherwise, I am very fond of him as far as far as like I think he's genuinely. He's... He makes mistakes, but he's a good human. 
he's yeah. one of those all around buddy to all. You're, you're, he's not your favorite, but you like his relationship with the other characters. Yeah. You have so yeah. many characters like that. I like his relationship with other characters, and he's not my favorite, but I have a sort of fondness like you would for your dumb little brother who keeps making stupid mistakes. <laughs> and you're like, I have to love you because you're my brother, but also, can you get a brain? Uh, I want better know, for him, Mason. I want him to get. Better. I want better for him, and I also think like I want, I want him, him to have to his own story. That's what. That's what we need. He needs, he needs to, some. He what? needs to have some self love. Yes. Yeah. Some, yeah. The, well, I just, I just want Mason to want more for himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I want and him to not have his be own content outside mm-hmm. of Rose, like have his own thing. Besides, the only time he's ever wanted something was because of his father. So, like, I just yeah. want to see him just be, just be like, want something out of like this oh. life you know, that isn't like for my father or for Rose. That would be interesting, I think. But I am fond of him. I have issues yeah. with him. And I disagree with a lot of what he does, but I like I I want more for him, and I want him around. And, and like, that's I, the mark yeah. of a good character because yeah. if you really like a character, you don't agree with everything they do. You don't yeah. blindly support them. The best characters are the ones that you sometimes are upset with, but you still. Yeah, like but I, also, I think it's interesting because I was thinking about Meredith Rose and, and Mason, and it's like those two have uh, Meredith and Rose both have like Dimitri and Mia to kind of help them up and kind of show them like the other side he still doesn't have that like person to be like he doesn't get enough development i don't think i would like mason as much if drew didn't play him the way that he did Drew is wonderful. he has so such cool. a like kindness about him yeah. he has, he has such a softness he's so genuine i think like he just feels really earnest Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he has some things where he's stubborn, where like Book Mason just kind of like keeled over backwards for Rose everywhere. Like Mason does stick up for himself and stick mm-hmm. up for what what yeah, Book, he ba- Book Mason had no spine. He's both yeah, tender so- and I think he he's both tender and determined. And even when he's being determined and like saying no, it's he's still saying it with love. Yeah, uh, which I think is really really nice. I just yeah. think Drew did a really good job with this character. In a different circumstance, Mason yeah. would be a great boyfriend. But alas, not for Rose. Dimitri's her soulmate. Yeah. He's just nice. not meant for Rose. And it's, he, it's sad that he can't see that she... Like, it's sad that he doesn't think enough of him that he's okay taking the platonic and sexual attraction that Rose has for him as love instead of, like, finding something that's for him. Go to Eddie. Eddie will love you. Uh, so- <laughs> Where is Eddie? <laughs> Eddie's a good question. His job, you know. <laughs> so, so yeah, like I think I, I'm looking for. I'm hoping that if we get season two, we get to have more Mason and more of Mason on his own and like finding himself, kind of. Um, because I think Eddie's actually in class, like everybody else is supposed to be. <laughs> I think Mason has a lot of growing up to do. Like especially in nine, he really gets on my nerves. Uh, but at the at nine and four, he gets on my nose. But also, like it, he's growing, you know, and it's part of a character. Like they should have flows. Um, so yeah, uh, but it's still a touching scene. Mm. Um, we get the scene with the cops that I was mentioning earlier, where it's a nice shot of Robert and Victor like looking at themselves in the mirror, and you see how Robert see themselves like. Victor having just won and he says you're gonna make a better place for children my love not knowing that one of his children is undead uh it's really bittersweet and 
Victor keeps on lying, and I'm like, how long is this gonna like? This is just too I much. Especially like I feel like in that moment it was like very unnecessary to lie as well. Like why? Like why did you bring? Like, why, did you bring why did you bring it up? Spirits down. Why? Like it's like it's like you keep bringing it up. Like it's not gonna make it worse when they ask about her. Then answer, but it doesn't ask about her. Dumb. Why? Like, and Mia looks so pleased to hear about her sister, and that's yeah, when she I says think. he didn't mean literally. And you're like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the whole speech where she's they're like teasing. But I think that he should have just been like, Sonia is missing. She, I haven't had a call from her in the last like that would have been minutes. the smarter move. Yeah, because like if he was, he, let's say he established that like she's gone, she's like whatever. Then last she'd be like, you know, where's Sonia? Like we want to celebrate. And he's like, oh, I haven't heard from her in a, in a few hours. That's worrying. Then when Tatiana does it, then it's like, oh, that's not me. I didn't know that. Exactly. But he doesn't know. He, he doesn't know. <laughs> He's so he, thinks that he, he thinks that he thinks that um Sonia's gone, so he's not gonna lie and be like, "Oh, she disappeared." But he's also just lying because it's like you keep saying that they just missed her when you could have been like, "Oh, I haven't called her," you know? You don't. Have I to haven't be managed like, to get a hold of her. She was supposed to be busy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Stop asking me all these questions, okay? I don't know where this girl is. I don't know who she is. I do not know her." I only, he's. I only have one kid. Move on. <laughs> you I've never heard of Sonia. <laughs> Sonia who? Yeah, he's like, I just have Mia, and that's good enough for us. You know, we got it. Like, he full on gas, gas, gaslights them, like, but you don't have a sister. <laughs> what are you talking he's like, about? He's like, I genuinely, I just thought I had one kid. I don't know why y'all coming in here talking about, you know, this. Oh, no, wait. Like that. That'd be so funny if, like, Sonia was Robert's, like, like blood, like, biological daughter, and you're like, you don't have one. <laughs> he's just gaslighting Robert. He's like, I genuinely, like, I don't know you had a kid. Like, I just thought we had Mia. Yeah, like when we got married, we had no children. That's why we adopted said, Mia. If Mia was, if there was another girl, why would why wouldn't she be here? Let's talk about that. In the you next, know? in the next episode, he basically does that because he burns her and cuts her off all. The yeah, period. which yeah. we have opinions about that. We're not gonna. I have opinions. We're not there. But... We we'll talk about that for next episode. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then there's the ending scene, and I think it's really cool because Tatiana is supposed to be the loser here, but it's immediately very clear she has all the power, and then like she has about twelve tricks up her sleeve. She's like, I'm playing five D chess. She has such yeah. a sense of how to put on a show. Like, mm-hmm. I like her dramatics. With her, it works. I'm like, go for it, girl. I'm you don't like you don't like when Victor's being camp, but when Tatiana's camp, you're like, that's a girl boss. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I support women's wrongs. Okay, go for it. Like, it's just she's just so cool. Uh, I wish I knew how they caught Sonia and when uh, in relation to They were just like, waiting lights. outside your window with like a burlap sack. <laughs> no, but <laughs> Sonia has a change of clothes, right? Because she was not wearing that cape. She's not wearing that cape thing when she was like feeding off of Delilah. So I'm like, how far does she go? Why did she change into her clothes? Just imagine. No, they, imagine. They captured her and they're they like, Sonia, captured... wear this. Yeah. Can <laughs> <laughs> oh, I use her trigoy? like connections to catch her or something she that's probably, what i think like, she probably knew exactly what was going on with like uh sonia and then she had like ears everywhere so then as soon as she heard the feeder was being sent up there she's like guys we gotta move which makes me think tatiana knows a lot more about spirit than she lets on yeah but i also i need to figure out i need to i need to know like genuinely how does she know like because it happened all less than like 12 12 hours i just yeah. <laughs> I just keep thinking that like they caught Sonia and Tatiana called up Christian's parents and she's like, So what's the latest like fashion trend in Stragoyland? And, and they're like, hey. they tell her it's like 
black capes. And she's like, okay, got you. Let me just recycle Dimitri's pre-fight fit. (laughs) Where did that cage come from? Did she have it made ready? I know. And like that means the guardians pushing her on the ring know that there's like the guy's daughter in there. Like they're pushing with the workers. They said they said we don't care. (laughs) If I was Victor Where were they hiding her? Is it like a bird and if you put them in the dark, she'll shut up? Like what No, but I just believe in that. If I was Victor, I would have been like, I can't believe you turned my daughter into a Strogoi. <laughs> Think smarter, Victor. Think smarter. You know I, I mean? believe you Strogoi to find my daughter. I would have been like, wow. You I injected the special Strogoi serum into my daughter. They, yeah. should have, they should have cast Bryn as Victor because she has all the ideas. But can you? No, but Bryn, like Bryn's threads are my favorite things. There's one in particular where she turned everything about Save Vampire Academy and it's just it's, it's wonderful. But like, like she has the best ideas and I can so picture Victor doing this and also like can you imagine just them pushing her in the cage across the dominion into the place <laughs> of the ring like we don't get to like nobody around like no one stopped them it was like um what's in the box yeah. no but also here's what the I think is so daughter. It's a surprise that'll help us later. No, but Sonia was so quiet until they took up the thing. <laughs> like she was just waiting a for mystery her mouse couture. I'm telling you, it's like a bird. She, she woke up. Yeah, um, she Sonya was... does have a connection with birds. Yeah, she's Extreme waiting. But I genuinely was like, I could have just pivoted back onto Tatiana. So you're like, you're shocked? I'm shocked too. Um, <laughs> I'm I am baffled. Bumboozled. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just called her up. So you lied to me. And took my daughter. So like, you know. Talk to my other daughter. They know we just talked to her. Yeah, Mia literally, Mia, back me up here. I literally was talking to her on the phone like two seconds ago. You know, and then, and then Mia like, oh. you said I didn't have a sister. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes ago, you gaslit me, and now you're gonna gaslight me again. <laughs> Just honestly, loads of gaslight. But this is how we end our episode eight. Oh. And, and, <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. So, is that a wrap for episode eight? Is it time for the song? It is time. Do you want to tell them? Well, first, you have to say when are we coming back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When are we coming back? We'll be coming back on the 7th of May if everything goes accordingly. Ooh, the 7th of May. I'll be done with with college by then. (gasps) Wow. That's after finals week. And if we film. The ninth and tenth will be done with the rewatch, and we'll be moving on after that. Ideas, other other stuff. stuff. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about. Maybe by then I'll be done with the entire TVDU. Aren't you done? No, you're still. We watched Legacies out of order, by the way. Which I'm like almost done with Legacies. It's not. I know, but funny. But you watched it out of order, and I'm a little. I'm a little. You know. My coworker got so pissed at me (laughs) for watching the uh, Legacy for Originals. Yeah. It's okay. I feel like, you know, but it's okay. But I think you're saving it the best for last. Anyway, we can exactly, move on. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three. You be you betrayed. betrayed me. And, and I, I know that you never feel so sorry. You when we were together. He actually kind of did. But that didn't matter. It took you two weeks to go off and be a champion.
Raider. 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 Raider.